this is the Scum and Snake fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty fantasy football league that we are all in. Snake, happy Tanqueray Combs It Ups Wednesday. It's a, it's a good Wednesday to be on the pod. It's a good Wednesday to be talking about football. As always, we're cruising through this season. We're nearing the end. It's kind of crazy. And we are almost one week away from Thanksgiving. Eight days. Can't believe how fast that came up. So let's keep on with our theme of Thanksgiving nonsense minute questions. I think I just want to hear a story if you got one about a time that you had to travel for Thanksgiving, if at all. Literally have never traveled for Thanksgiving. Never? Always at home. Did people go to your guys' house? Like, were you I mean, there? I guess I might have traveled up to, Pan- to Panaka a couple times. Sure. But no, never had to fly, never had to go too far. It's just always been family at our house, typically. <laughs> I've only done it once, and I have family in Texas in the Houston area. So we flew out there for like the whole week before. Uh-huh. Um, fun time. I was. Uh, we were in high school, so uh, teenager met up with the cousins, played a bunch of video games, you know, basically the whole week before, pigged out on Thanksgiving Day, and then the, the random part about it, the one thing I'll always remember, which is weird, is just we, we played poker Thanksgiving night right after, like full chips and everything, and a uh, bunch of money, and as always, I did okay at the start, and then I get impatient, and then I just blow it all, so. Uh, that's my one travel Thanksgiving story, but never anything else too crazy. Never been up to like a snowy place or whatever for Thanksgiving, you know, like you see uh, that they typically like portray in movies and stuff. But yeah, know, West Coast, that's what we do. I feel like if I ever had to do like a full on Thanksgiving travel, like get on a plane and go see family in some like big city or something like that, I would have to I would have to get there. I wouldn't ever want to travel on like the the day before and like the day after. Like it just always sounds like the biggest nightmare. I would have to be there like a week before and I'd have to be there for two weeks. (laughs) Holiday travel is insane. I know it's like kind of a cliche, but it's ridiculous. And I know uh, Jimbo probably has to do it. So sorry, Jambo. I would never want to do that. But you know what might help? On some of those long flights, you know, he's always complaining that we don't have the pot out early enough. He doesn't have entertainment. You know, what would be a good source of entertainment for you, Jim? Uh, there is a UK-based magazine called Tank Magazine. And, you know, maybe not, maybe not your thing, <laughs> Jumbo, but uh, they cover contemporary culture, fashion, art, architecture, technology, and politics. So uh, all the stuff that is kind of boring, but... You know, maybe you could uh, have a quick read through Tank Magazine. You know, think about those in your life that uh, are really fond of tanks. Love that. Staying with the entertainment uh, part of the Art of Tanker Rank Wednesday. I'm not a Call of Duty fan. Honestly, I don't even know if I've ever even played Call of Duty. No wonder you hate Kyle so much. Did you? <laughs> there are. So tanks are huge 
part of that game. But tanks are in every Call of Duty game except Call of Duty Black Ops on the Nintendo DS. <laughs> so if you're trying to play that game on that system, you're not going to find a tank. And that's probably why I won't play that game. Well, I would never play a Call of Duty game on a Nintendo, like a Game Boy-sized console with that. <laughs> you can't even see anything, probably. Did you ever go up past uh, Game Boy like color? Or did you stop at that era? For Game Boys specifically, for my personal use, yeah, I uh, yeah. I never went above a game a Game Boy. I don't think I never had a uh, what is it a PSP and a freaking I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. No, game yeah. Boy was my last thing. I think I, I don't even know if I ever had a color one. I think I just had the black and white one. And I always Dang. played. I always played a freaking Star Wars game. I forget which one it was. Well, if you guys have um, ever played any Game Boy games, let us know. And, Shnick, we got a big waiver Wednesday to get into. So let's just do that without further ado because there were seven waiver claims processed. Yikes. Let's start with Gooch. Picked up Raheem Blackshear. I think he's done this dance like a couple times now. Uh, uh-huh. Back from Carolina, so... Uh, doing it again for uh, $0, drop the Giants defense. We had uh, Jimbo win a bid for a kicker. Good on him. Picked up Brent or Brett Marr uh, and beat Eric by a dollar. Another kicker claim was Cairo Santos uh, from Brandon, $3, dropping Sam Ellinger, who's apparently lost his job. Jimbo spent up on the commander's defense. And uh, dropped Tyler Johnson, you know, someone that his his name is circled and we've all looked at, but uh, apparently he sucks. So Jimbo spent eight dollars on defense. Hesse mm-hmm. spent twenty dollars on Jameis Winston because he loves him. Dropped my guy Cameron Dicker. Uh, Eric picked up Kylan Granson for zero dollars. Didn't even have to drop anyone. But the big one, Tristan Ebner. Do you have you heard of Tristan Ebner before? No. Yes. He was one of my like ninth round picks that I was uh, stupidly hyped about. He's the third string running back on the Bears. But with the news of Khalil Mack, or not Khalil Mack, <laughs> Khalil <laughs> Herbert going on IR, uh, he seems to be the next man up, the handcuff to David Montgomery. So Gooch put in a bid at $0, dumb, lost. I put in a bid at $15, dumb, lost. Ernie Fritz, Fresh off a loss, looking desperate, spent $62 on Treston Ebner. I would have uh, thought, I didn't even know this was going on. I would have put, I was looking to just spend a bunch of money because I wanted to be involved in the waiver Wednesday because I just yeah, have to sure. be there. And I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go for it. But I didn't know what to do. So then I, I only looked, I didn't know. I just said no. <laughs> You could have picked up Raheem Blackshear or uh, Tristan Ebner, but Eric with the big spin and handcuffing David Montgomery, you know, we're always a sucker for that. So, Ernie, you wanted it, you get it. This coming sneak waiver pick above the week. He's just trying to put as much distance between his loss to me <laughs> as possible right now by winning waiver 
pickup of the week. So uh, that smokescreen will only get you so far. Fun waiver day, though. I'm glad to see some movement, especially from guys that, uh, well, it was probably born out of necessity. Jim needed a kicker and a defense, so that's why he did that. Um, the Hesse picking up James Winston thing just cracks me up just because of his loyalty to that to that guy, so I like that. But I'm going to go pick up Cameron Dicker because I offered Jesse a trade for him, and then he just dropped him. So, ha, ha, Jesse. Ha, ha, ha. That is that. Let's hear a word from one of our sponsors and then we'll get into the rest of the episode. Do your monster trucks and make your friend. Just tell me, call me Vegas. Hatch your link to a monster ticket. You the code coming to you. Get awesome deal. It's a monster bear. And we're back. Shink, are you ready to get into the ranks? I know. I I'm sure you're excited because I am very excited for what is to come. Now let's just get into it. And as always, we will start from bottom to top. No surprises here. The bottom buddies, Scum and T at 12 and 11. Number 10, dropping a spot is Smith Ben 08. Number nine, also dropping a spot is Jimbo. Number eight, rising up the rank, rising up the ranks, flying up like we thought he would. Big Schmeek, number eight, knocking on the door of our top six. Number seven, dropping the spot is Dason, looking a little, looking a little wobbly. Goose comes in at number six. Uh, Hesse at number five. Doug at number four. And then a little bit of controversy. Eric and Brendan tie for that number three spot. Had a little voter uh, discrepancy and both are there. We'll talk about that. But, of course, our number one team still undefeated. Wade Yeely, Gus T.T. Showbiz, G. Buttersnaps. Yeah, big, huge shakeup there. Uh, I'm rising. Ernie fell. Bottom buddies are just going to coast through the season down there. Man, it is getting down to the wire. Three weeks to playoffs. Doug is looking strong. Yeah, right now we're shaping up that top. I, 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 for me, I think I, last week we talked about this week. Now we're talking about that five and six spot. Is it going to be me, Gooch, Dason, or Hesse? I think. It's the two spots at five and six between you, Hesse, and Gooch. I think you're locked for one, for sure. You're on fire. You're making it happen. You're going to be weighed next week. So you're in. Between Gooch and Hesse, it really just comes down to, I think, will Mark Andrews come back sooner rather than later and will he be healthy and get back to like being a top-tier stack with Lamar Jackson? That's what Hesse needs. That's what his team is built upon. And if he gets, you know, 40 points combined for that stack at least each week, he's in good shape. So that's where that's where that decision comes down to, I think. 
Yeah, love that. I have, I want to say that I'm going to sneak into these playoffs and with some crazy way here. Like, I got Jimbo this week and I got Wade next week. Let's just say Wade beats me next week, but I win this week. I don't know. I just, I, it's hard for me to see how I make it, but since you called it for me, I'm going to call it, it's going to be Hesse and Gooch, but either way, either my, myself, Gooch or Dason, one of us is going to make it. Yeah. And that means one of those picks is going to be a little bit less good for me, but I'm going to say that it's Hesse and Gooch. You're saying it's, Hesse and me? Yes. All right. <laughs> On the record. I mean, it's so close, though. And, uh, you know, teasing a bit for tomorrow's show, this is a big, big week. Um, I say that a lot just because those records have been so close. But we've got uh, Wade and Eric play, so that doesn't really affect the middle very much. And we've got uh, me and T playing at the bottom. So everyone else that's at that, like, six and four to four and six, matchup um is playing except for i think uh Dayson has to play brendan so he got he kind of got the the rough draw there but you know um you're playing jim that's a, a major matchup gooch and doug played that's huge so all all these matchups this week you know are again our major uh major swing games for those playoff hopes so and that's the way we want it to be. We're down to the wire, three weeks to play off. We want a lot of swinging. We want a lot of um, swinging. <laughs> we, want a lot of, we want a lot of swinging involved in this league. Obviously. Yeah, it's just that it's a fun week, especially the one right before. Also, let's. I talked about the trade deadline yesterday. I looked it up. It is week 12 is our deadline, so the trades have to be accepted per sleeper. Um, before the end of the last game. So essentially next, not next Monday, next Monday, but the following Monday would be the trade deadline. So uh, next two weeks are important to make moves and no one has an easy win this week since Tyler and I are matched up against each other. So uh, I think if, if people are listening to me, I think that you have to like, Make sure you lock up this week. This, I think this is the one that does it because uh, I haven't looked at it moving forward. But like, if say, um, like you picked Gooch to make the playoffs, right? He and I played week I one, so he's he's going to play me again um, before the season ends. So that is a a very likely win for him, right? So he's got that one basically in the bag. So if Hesse, Doug, you let him get a game up again this week, you know, he's got that advantage moving forward. So I don't know you guys that are actually trying to look at the standings, look at the coming matchups and see like how much you need to get involved or how much you need to invest in these wins right now, because we're still in buys too. So I know a lot of people are missing a lot of players this week. We'll talk about it tomorrow, but uh, a fun one. In my Super opinion. fun. And yeah, there are a lot of people missing players this week. And I'm noticing that as I'm looking through here. So pivotal games, pivotal week for a lot of players. Uh, like I said, let's get it, just get it on for these next couple of weeks and see how these playoffs shake out and see if we can't uh, 
do wreak some havoc and I'm doing my best. Love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go ahead and move into the hope dope section of the week. Review from last week, Shanique. We had another uh, 500 week between us. So I had a hope of Alec Pierce, which is probably my worst hope call of the year because he had a zero. He had zero. <laughs> <laughs> but if you remember, like two weeks ago, I had a hope of Paris Campbell, uh, but then they made the Sam Ellinger switch. So, you know, I'm kind of let me process is there. If Matt Ryan had still started, yada, yada, yada. But um, yeah, I was, Pierce phases back out. Paris Campbell was the play. It might be a play moving forward, but bad call by me there. I was correct on the dope call of Chris Olave. I've been, he's been one hope and one dope for me this year. It was right both times. So if there's someone that I've watched and pay attention to too much, it's probably him, actually. Yeah. You had a hope call of DeAndre Swift, and he did score a touchdown, but that was basically all he did. So unfortunately, I don't think we can uh, clear that for you. He didn't even score 10 points in our league. So uh, sad sad for, for that because you have him in a league. I have him in the league. It's uh, been a... Disappointing year for DeAndre Swift. Your dope call was Nick Nick Chubb. And I think we should give it to he did not. He did not meet his projections. He scored a touchdown, but only had like 11 carries, was you know not a major part of the game script. And you know, definitely not what he's accustomed to. So I think we give you that one. And that puts us both on the year at 10, 9, and 1. 10, uh, 9, and 1. All right. We could be better. And let's do that this week, Snake. Uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'm going for it because I've got a go little bit of a surprise and fun here. Uh, oh, boy. It's been talked about. It's going to be the talk of the week. The Bottom Buddies matchup. Oh. 0-10 versus 0-10. Let's ride. Big T. Scum, Alaskan Nomad, I am giving you each a hope and a dope because I am just 100% (laughs) all in on this matchup. So really quick here, Scum, on your side, I'm going to give you a hope of MVS, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. The Chiefs receivers are banged up, playing the Chargers, usually a version of a shootout, a lot of points being scored. I expect to have, uh, I expect you to have a good week out of MVS. He's in your flex currently. You're definitely going to be playing him. I do 100% expect him to play very well. I am excited to see what he does. Your dope is going to be Juwan Johnson. What? He has had two pretty good weeks scoring touchdowns back to back, getting in the 40 yards. He will not do that against the Rams defense. They are going to shut him down. So that will not be good for you. So those are your hopes and dopes on your side of the bottom buddies brawl. T. Before we get into that. (laughs) Uh, I have to play Jawan Johnson. Should I play James Mitchell instead? No, you have to play him. He's he's just not going to do good for you. All right, all right. <laughs> My dope for T's team is where'd he go? Oh yeah, 
I don't think he's going to play him, but maybe he's going to throw out a uh, jumbo lineup, but it's Greg Dulcich. I'm calling a lot of, a lot of people are acting like he might have a good week. The Raiders, horrible defense, Jerry Judy out. Uh, he should bounce back from a one catch, yada, yada. I am saying, no, that is a dope T. If you're looking to try to get a jumbo in there, uh, I wouldn't look too hard to get him into your lineup. He is going to be a dope, but you might have to play him because you have a ton of people on by and you might have to go jumbo into that flex spot. I'm not sure what you're going to do there. And to make this interesting, I don't know if we made him a call all year. He's been a lot better than I think. I mean, we expected him to be good. I don't know if we expected him to be this good against good run defenses. Damian Pierce is my hope for T's team. He is going to need a massive game, I believe, out of Damian Pierce to even make this matchup close because of the buys that he has on his team. So I'm giving him Damian Pierce. He's currently the number 14 running back. I expect him to be a top five running back. They're going to just feed him heavy against Washington. And it, it, I'm giving it to T. That's his uh, hope because he just he needs it for this matchup to be the billing that we've all made it out to be. Dang. Double dope tight ends. Um, I So I have – what do I want to say? Eh, no, never mind. Yeah, Damon Pierce, I called a dope a couple weeks ago. He proved me wrong. So I think – he trends more towards hopes always. So I think you're right on there. Um, I'm going to use your hope call of MBS to segue into my hope call because I agree with you basically on all your points. Uh, the Chiefs have some injury struggles with uh, Juju likely missing this game. Uh, the Chargers defense banged up as well. Leaky. And they don't play well against wide receivers, really. But my hope call is Kadarius Tony on Wade's team. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I saw enough last week. He looked pretty good. It still, I think, is not even fully up to speed in how they want to use him, but got a touchdown, had another nice side-by grab. And, yeah, I just think he's going to be the person to torch us, especially they're going to get him in space, and he's so wiggly. But he's, uh, it's not going to be good. I, I'm not. I'm very upset, actually, that it's going to be like that. But also, he also well, – but also he has potential to get hurt because he always does. So maybe that happens, but that's my hope call. Love it. You got to jump on, jump on a call like that. My dope. I'm taking the page out of your book. I'm going with a big name coming off a big week. So a little risky, but I'm going to say Aaron Jones is a dope this week for Jimbo. He went in the last week, banged up, um, still performed really well, 30 point game, but Came out still a little banged up, not fully rested, and they're going to a short week uh, against the Titans with a strong, but a pretty strong defense. So, yeah, I think Aaron Jones definitely comes back down to earth. Jim's running back carousel continues, and um, I think maybe we actually see a good A.J. Dillon game um, for the first time in a while. So Aaron Jones will be a dope this week for you, Jumbo. Good call going after Jimbo's running backs after a big week that Aaron Jones just had. Sometimes you got to make big calls, and I am here for it. 
And that's the Wednesday show, guys. If you disagree with us, as always, you're wrong. But if you want to, you know, make some points, go ahead and give it a try. Give it a shot. It is harder than you think. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow for the week 11 matchups. Have a good one. Bye. Before this weekend, well, you get arrested for this weekend. You're right. <laughs>